Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Holtcast. Cole Petum here as always and we're finally back for an opposition preview after Villa's crazy fixture congestion in the last month or so. I'm very, very pleased to say that's over with. I'm sure the players are as well with games basically coming every three days or so. But nonetheless, we're back, like I said, for another opposition preview because we travel to Brighton on the weekend to face, of course, Brighton and Hove Albion. So without further ado, we do have a Brighton fan on hand, and that is Addy from the Albion Roar. So without further ado, Addy, how you doing? Yeah, good. Nice to meet you, Cole. It's uh, always uh, always fun to chat to you. One day you'll learn how to pronounce my name right. <laughs> <I'll be good. laughs> did, did I actually pronounce it right, wrong? Yeah, it's AD, not AD. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, my apologies. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's actually interesting time. because like over here it'd be completely different but uh i guess that's the, the slang of canadians to say the least but i will i will you i should call you Cole. yeah trust me <laughs> i've been called worser things in my life so it's 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 all good there but let, let's crack on with it of course because th- this is a game where I, I think a lot of villa fans don't know how to feel about it we don't particularly pe- play that well against brighton historically so kind of focusing on brighton to kick things off here since uh our november loss to you guys how's your season been going so far um it's uh got better over the last uh, few weeks i mean we had this conversation last year and basically it's been like our match reports have been pretty much cut and paste for the last uh well, season and a half really i mean it, it's been brilliant performances um, but leaving way too many points out on the pitch and not taking our chances and not getting the results that the performances have deserved. But um, uh, we've started to pick up a few results now. Um, we had a, we've had a brilliant week coming into coming into this game um, with the the wins at Leeds, then followed by uh, finally getting the the win at, at home, which we hadn't had for a while against Spurs, and then beating Liverpool at Anfield. Um, we're in action tonight at Leicester in the FA Cup, um, but uh, and uh, we got a draw at Burnley last week. So yeah, I mean we're starting we're starting to um, get get the points that the performances have, have deserved um, because as, as we know, if you don't put the ball in the back of the net, you don't win football matches, and uh, and that would, that's been a problem for us. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think you guys have lost in the league since Man City January 13th, if I'm looking at this mm. correctly. So definitely coming into some good form, some good draws. And of course, I think the most notable one would be the uh, probably the wins against Spurs and Liverpool, respectively. Yeah. So that's definitely some good form. And it's always good to see because 
from an opposition fan, or I guess you could say a neutral in some instances as well, it's nice to see you guys actually do well. You guys are actually playing some good football. And I think it's one of those things where it just takes time. Maybe it's one of those progressive things where you need different personnel. The longer you stay in the league, the players kind of the higher caliber stuff kind of comes into play. And you'll see that of course. And Graham Potter is one of those managers where he's a progressive manager. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say him and Dean Smith maybe have the same similarities, but nonetheless, they like to play attacking football and that's always good to see. I mean, you could have it worse and be a, a, a traditional Stoke, of course, and have the likes of Tony <laughs> Pulis and just kind of sit there and think, you know what, at least we're in the Premier League. And it's always good to see Brighton wanting more because as a fan, you always want more. You don't want to kind of be sitting there just happy with yeah. I guess, middle of the table. Right. Well, that, that was the thing. I mean, basically, I mean, you mentioned uh, the, the likes of Stoke there. And I mean, if. That that's why we made the change from Chris Hutton over to Graham, um, because you know we were we 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 stayed up under under Chris and we were doing okay, but we were just pretty much dreading water. Um, and Tony Bloom said, "Okay, we've survived these these first two seasons. Now we need to um, we want to start pushing ourselves up the table, and we want to be starting to actually not play." I, I, the football under Chris that last season was pretty dire, to be honest. It was it wasn't much fun to watch, and um, you know Graham's come in. He was a fresh a breath of fresh air. Um, got off to a great start, and uh, and the players were buying into what he was he wanted. But he also knew that he had to um, completely regenerate the squad. Um, and from from the first game in charge, um, the, the squad has changed absolutely dramatically. Um, and the average age of the squad has gone down massively as well. So um, it's still it's still very much a work in progress um, to make that change and try, uh, a change of style and manager in the, and, and way of play in the Premier League. It's a very, very risky thing that Tony Bloom did, um, but it, it's. He, he's made he's made his money out of out of, out of taking risks, um, and uh, it, it's it's beginning to it's beginning to work. I mean, the the massive thing for us, I think, that win against Spurs um, last week, last weekend. No, sorry, it's two weeks ago now. It's, everything's all merging into one at the moment, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Yeah, 100%. It's like, uh, and uh, but that win was was particularly massive for us because we hadn't won at home. Um, since the first game of um, after re- of the restart against Arsenal, so to get that win, it was we're the only, we were the only club in, in in the in the top four divisions that hadn't um, won a game at home all season, and you know, and I think that was beginning to weigh a little bit heavy on on the players to a certain degree, and you know, we certainly, I mean, when we weren't necessarily getting what we were deserved in games. I mean, that game against Man United where we got. Uh, given a penalty against us after the final whistle had gone, um, when we equalised with the last kick of the game. Um, and there should have only been enough time uh, to kick off. And somehow the ref managed to find another five minutes and still um, gave them a penalty after the final whistle. So well done. Well done, you. It was a brilliant officiating. But then Villa fans know all about good officiating, don't they? Um, but it, it's... Uh, but that hopefully that will... Uh, that, that monkey's off our backs now and we, and we turn the corner. So, and, and the confidence from that, we went up to Anfield with a brilliant uh, game plan 
Um, and we didn't go up there and park the bus. We 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 played football and um, we limited their chances and uh, and 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 took ours. So it, it was, and, you know, we're starting to look up the table rather than down. Now go, coming into this game, <sighs> the game at Burnley was a worry for me um, because watching it, you could tell that the, with the fizz had gone. Um, it wasn't quite uh, the same energy. There wasn't the same, um, well, I think energy is probably the, is, is the be-all end-all here because they just, they just look tired. They look knackered. Um, there's, there's been a lot, you know, two, two big away games followed um, with a, 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 a late kickoff against Spurs and all, all the travel that that involves. I mean, in Brighton, obviously, <clears throat> there's no, there's not that many teams near us. I mean, we've, we've got that, that burning smell from up the road. Um, you've got Southampton um, is quite is a long way away. And then you've got then most of the games are, are, are north. So it, it's um, there's a, we have to do an awful lot of travel. Obviously, not as much as a, as a Plymouth would do, and Newcastle would, would say the same because obviously they're the furthest north. Um, but you know, you, the, the the travel aspect does take its toll. And when when you when you're playing Wednesday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, whatever, well, whatever day ends in Y day. Um, <laughs> It's it, it's it's you know it's hard work and and it, it's it, you know these these are human beings at the end of the day and people will, are very quick to look at the, the money they get paid and they go, oh yeah they're they're highly they look at look at their wage packets at the end of the month but you know they're still human beings they still have the same muscles and um, energy levels as the rest of us just be, they just because they're professional athletes doesn't mean they can perform five times a week which is what what they've been asked to do sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, earlier on, you brought up uh, the FA Cup fixture against Leicester, which of course yeah. uh, is today. Is, is that a concern for you at all? Of course, like for you as a Brighton fan, what's the priority here for you? Would a, a cup run be better than maybe focusing more on the weekend? Or what are your thoughts on that whole kind of thing? Uh, my theory is your job as a football club is to be as successful as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who wants to not take any cup competition, which they're, they're in, not to, not take it seriously, then don't bother because, you know, it's um, you're in it to win it. If you go in there and will not want to win the competition, then you're stupid. I mean, we're, Premier League, we're both Premier League sides, right? We've both got a good chance of winning this competition. Obviously, you, you got a tough draw and went out to Liverpool and, and you had a scratch team out, which was ridiculous. I mean, the, the whole concept at the moment of, the, of the FA Cup at the moment is it, a little bit weird, but it's a competition which we can win. Um, we've never won it. We want to win it. Um, and, you know, it's not like... We're, we're Accrington Stanley going into this game. We're, we're Brighton. We're a Premier League side and we're on a good run at the moment and we want to progress as much as possible. Yes, of course, we're worried about the weekend and I think it will be a much changed side. We do need to refresh it because I think the players are looking tired um, and maybe maybe a few will get, get the uh, get the week off to prepare for, for the game on at the weekend. Um, but yeah, we you know why why shouldn't you take it seriously? I mean, when Villa fans were before the draw was made, you would have looked at the cup and said, "It's the FA Cup. Of course, we want to win it." Yeah, who absolutely. wouldn't want to win the FA Cup? You know, yeah. it, it's no 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 one's going to remember coming like thirteenth, are they? It, no. it, it's it's but they will remember winning the FA Cup. It's it's for for us as fans, 
it's important to um, progress in these competitions because you know we, you don't fo- you don't follow teams like Brighton and Villa for the glory these days, do you? Um, it's it's um, <laughs> we'll we just want to be as successful as we possibly can. Of course, we want to um, progress up, up the league, but we've got no at the same time we've got no divine right to be in this league either. So. Um, let's just be as successful as we possibly can, finish as high up the table as we can. Um, we've got a decent-sized squad. We should be able to cope with both games this week. And, um, and you know, we'll, we'll go into the game at the weekend with, with a bit of confidence. I mean, we, we're still still a bit miffed that you got the equaliser at, at the Amex last year when we <laughs> absolutely battered you for, for 90 minutes. And then uh, your, your, uh, your number 10 popped up and... Uh, as he always does seem to do against us and get a goal. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking we're looking forward to it, but um, it's, it's going to be a tough game for us. Well, yeah, I, I think from a Villa fan perspective, I'm just kind of hoping our defenders actually defend this time. I, I still have nightmares of why Tyrone Mings was in your box and our whole line was in your whole end. <laughs> uh, when yes, Danny that Welbeck, was a great goal. It, it was a very well-worked goal. I'm still bewildered by the fact that where the whole defense was. But anyways, it, it's one of those where they're just caught sleeping and Danny yeah. Welbeck just has one of those games. <clears throat> and it, it's great to see someone like him still doing well because I, I think he's one of those players that just needed that move, doesn't really need to be at an arsenal. They just, essentially they just need to be playing week in, week out when possible. Um, yeah, well, you know, he, he's he's <laughs> in, in in time of tradition, he's recovering from an injury at the moment. Yeah. Um, he did come on as a sub against Burnley at the weekend. Um, <clears throat> there's a hope that he may start tonight because he certainly needs to get back up to match fitness. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, w- watching him uh, play for this, it, it, it's been refreshing to see um, a, a player like that come and play for us and want to actually play for us. It's um, And he's doing, a, I mean, you don't come to Brighton for the money. We're, we're certainly not the biggest players in the league. That's I mean, we're, we're in for Watkins, but you could pay him more money is, is the long and short of it. Um and uh, so we, we didn't proceed with that deal, but it was. Um, but we managed to pick up Danny Welbeck on a free. So obviously we're paying it. He, he's not paying for peanuts, but um, he's only he scored two goals this season. Um, it, Neil Morpai's on seven. Um, you've, uh, we're not scoring too many goals. We need we need a lot more goals around the team. Um, Lewis Dunk's picked up a few now. Uh, Adam Webb says yet to score this season. Trossard's hit and miss um but you know we've uh but danny coming back and being back to fitness could help because it, what he does actually do he's throughout his career he's not necessarily been the most prolific but he's been very much a team player and he, he's, he's a creator of goals for other, other for other players i mean he's never really at club level scored that many goals at all when you look look back at his history but if you look he's only ever scored goals for England which is odd yeah that's, that's actually very true when you think about it I, I think when I think of Danny Welbeck the main goal that comes to me is when he scored against I think United in the FA Cup for Arsenal I think that was like one of his debuts mm. too but yeah nonetheless it, I guess when you look at Brighton I think a lot of people maybe if they don't pay that much attention to other teams um, uh, aside from their own really Aside from Neil Mopai, who would you kind of put down, or maybe what factor would you put down as kind of a, a secondary threat for Brighton? Um, 
That's a good point. Um, we're we're starting to, like I said, we're creating a lot of goals. We create a lot of chances. We're we're fifth in the table in in, um, in XG terms. If that's actually, if that's actually a real thing, <laughs> uh, I'm still com- not convinced what quite exactly how that works. But um, I mean, it depends it depends who turns up. I mean, uh, Leandro Trossard on his day um, can be a, can be a match winner. Uh, unfortunately, we've lost we've lost Solly March for the season to a bad injury. Um, Aaron Conley, he's a pest. Um, he'll buzz around, he, 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 and he certainly uh, he certainly drew a goal. Um, uh, Adam Lallana hasn't scored this season yet, um, but Eve Basuma is picking up um, chances. Um, and we've you know we've got uh, Percy Tau coming into it. Um, but you know we've 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 got a very very decent squad at the moment, and um, we're 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 quite happy with the, with with the uh, direction of travel with the way it's going. And uh, but I mean the, the 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 big player for us at the moment, the most important player for us in terms of the way we're playing, and the the metronome, if you like, is uh, Alexis McAllister, um, who, who's only young. He's only he's been nursed into the team. And uh, it's it's a, a player, a young Argentine, Argentinian international. Um, he is absolutely he's key to us, and him playing well. If he plays well, the team plays well. Fair enough. And I, I'm really only familiar with that name, to be honest, is because I probably bought him on three or four FIFA career modes, and he's absolutely <laughs> crucial as a youngster and has a very good potential. With, with him and just kind of a, a general kind of curiosity, is it Argentine international, but is he supposed to be English descent or Scottish with that last name? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's, well, basically, his there is there is some Scottish heritage there, okay. but um, he is he is one hundred percent Argentinian, pretty much. It's oh, okay. uh, and his family have uh, all played at, at top level. His dad was an Argentinian international. Um, yeah, I mean, they're they're uh, an absolute. His fa- whole family, most he's got four brothers, I believe. They all play professionally as well. So, but yeah, he's 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 actually he's already actually at his young age. He's already actually played for the the. Uh, for Argentina in in the in the the World Cup qualifiers, so he's uh, he's he's doing he's doing all right. Oh, you're, you're never doing wrong if you're playing alongside Messi. I would, I would definitely say that. But uh, he does look a bit like him. So <laughs> you, you never know. Maybe he's the second coming, a late bloomer. You never know what you yeah, have on your hands uh, these days. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think he's quite at Messi's level yet. But we live in hope. Yeah, we live in hope. But anyways, before we wrap things up, uh, what would your score prediction be if I could boldly ask? Uh, eight nil. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't we're, some, someone's going to get battered at some point, and I don't know who it's going to be. Um, we, we've been, like I said, we've been struggling, struggling to score goals. I mean, I, I getting that home win off that getting like to getting that monkey off our back and actually finally getting that win at home is, is massive for us. Um, I'd probably go for a, 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 a repeat of the two-one victory that we had at, at Villa Park, but I suspect it will be a draw. Yeah, it, it's a weird one for us because, I mean, I don't really know how to judge us right now, uh, given the crazy fixture congestion. It seemed like it was win lose, win lose, win lose kind of thing. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of what uh, Dean Smith hasn't planned with a, more than a three-day break. So, yeah. Um, well, you know, they'll, they'll have a chance to do some training. I mean, that's 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 key. You know, you, yeah. You, you, you look at these these sides, even the ones that are struggling down the bottom. You know, you've got someone like um, 
Sam Allardyce, he's never been relegated and is looking like he's going to have that on his record now. But, you know, he's not had a week to work with his players. It's been it's been Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday for the last few weeks. And, you know, I mean, admittedly, that, that is a championship season. It's what they play all the time in that that that. that, that uh, at that level, but it's it takes some getting used to, and and like and like I said earlier, you can't discount all the travelling that's involved as well. So these things, you know, they, there's a lot of fact things to factor into it, and and actually for for Dean Smith to have a, a, a solid week with his players on the training ground is absolutely massive because you mentioned that thing with Mings being not realizing that you that you, someone can be off can't be offside if they're in their own if the run starts in their own half. Um, you know, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's just you know those those little things, those little foibles that need to be ironed out, which are, which would happen on a training ground. They've now, they've now got time to do that this week, which we haven't. So that could be an advantage for you. Um, but you know, hopefully um, our players will get uh, we'll, we'll rest a few tonight. I, I suspect we'll put out a strong team against Leicester, but um, I suspect we'll see a, a few others come in as well. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, we're we're excited. We're excited about our squad. We've got a lot of young, very exciting players coming through at the moment, and um, you know we want to, we want to see them play. And and the one thing under Grand Potter is guaranteed. We're not going to go out and splash big money on players, but what he will do is give the youngsters a chance. And if you if you're good enough, you're old enough. And we, we're seeing a solid progression from our academy into the first team at the moment. And that that's that's been that's been absolutely wonderful to see. And I think that's the way forward for every club because the, the longer this pandemic goes on and, and the, the, the way that <clears throat> football is eating itself financially, um, having a, a productive academy is going to be key going forward for, for if, if clubs want to be on, on an even keel financially. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I kind of like the aspect, though, I know we're getting off topic and I will just quickly say I'm predicting 2-1 Villa. I'm just going to be positive with that one but uh a thing i like about i shouldn't never say i like a pandemic but i I just like the fact that they have to use academies you're seeing more young players kind of get an opportunity i I think that's kind of been the thing that a lot of people have been crying out for for a long time and you always kind of wondered where and i think this is a perfect example just with the football pyramid and how it's structured financially really it's never susceptible to a crash and we're seeing that now. And I, I kind of wonder to see what happens with transfer fees and all that kind of stuff going forward. Cause they did get way out of hand as of like eight years ago and it just been going on and on and on. So yeah, it'll be interesting to but, see what happens. But, I mean, but if you look at, look at, look at your side mm-hmm. and you look at um, your number 10, who's your most, who's your most important player and the, the first name on the team sheet he, he's 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 that that's the sort of player that your crowd wants to see in the team he, he's Birmingham brawn and bred he's been a Villa fan all his life yep and he, you know he, he's had the the options to go elsewhere but he's stuck he's stuck there and um you know having a having homegrown talents in your first team it means it means a lot to supporters I mean we've got it with Lewis Stug we've got it with Solly March we've got um well, Adam Webster didn't come through our academy, but he's from Sussex, so we're 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 claiming him. Um, <laughs> and so, but we've got we've got a few that are coming through the academy that are bright and born and bred. We've got a few out, others out on loan at the moment, and our loan system is is pretty is pretty good. Um, so, I mean, we've we've got a lot of exciting young people coming through, and you know, we, we're we're just delighted to see them make, be given the opportunity. 
And, um, you know, a lot of them will make mistakes, but it, it's, and, and particularly at the moment where the, every game is being watched by everyone on television. And let me just point out that football isn't a TV show. It's a living, breathing thing that relies on, on having the crowds in the stadium. Um, this is, it, it's, we can't do, we just can't wait to get back. Can we really? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I unfortunately I don't really have that advantage anyways, and it's way too expensive to go do that. Eventually, hopefully I, I will one day, but even to get back to like a Toronto FC game around here or something, it, it just yeah. needs to get back to some kind of normality as it would be. Well, I'm, I've been very, very fortunate in the fact that, I mean, we are through, through the radio show that which we do, we're able to actually go to the games um, and actually be in the stadiums, but it's, it's soulless. It's just mm-hmm. not, a, it's just not a, it's not a nice, well, it's, it's, well that's not truly true. I mean, like, it, we're, we're very, very privileged to be privileged to be in that position. Um, but, you know, it's going to the football. It's often a brilliant day out ruined by 90 minutes of football, basically. And, um, you know, you're not, <clears throat> you haven't got the preempt, you, you're not seeing the build up, you know, I mean, I, I cycle to the ground when I'm going and, um, you know, you get into Brighton and normally, you know, when there's a game going on, there's there's a buzz, there's an atmosphere, there's a frisson in the air, which is uh, which is just a, a tangible. And you know, I mean, particularly last towards the end of last season, after lockdown, after when when we restarted, you know, we had Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, Man City coming down to the Amex to play. And you know, normally when those games are on, there's there's a buzz, there's an atmosphere in the town, everyone's talking about it. There's 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 a vibrancy, there's a colour. And and you get I, I was getting into town and there's nothing. You get to the ground and there's nothing. And you know, once the game starts, then you're concentrating on that. But you're not there having a beer with your mates. You're not having your your post mortem in the pub afterwards. And you know, it's I, I just can't wait to get back to normality to have the banter with with the, with the away fans again and and hanging out with you guys in the pub. And, um, and and seeing all your friends, it's important, particularly for, for a lot of people with mental health issues. This is the only time they get out of the house. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's not to be discounted. But it's so important. Um, and like I said, I can't wait to get back. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's missing that kind of that oomph and that personality that just, okay, you can get cr- fake crowd noise. And to be fair, I'm kind of weirdly thankful for that now because I can't listen if there's nothing. It just sounds really weird. But it, it just it just needs to come back, and I, I hope it does soon. But anyways, let's wrap it up there. But before actually we do, uh, where can people find you? Uh, we're the Albion Raw on Twitter. We're on uh, Radio Reverb 97.2 FM, online at RadioReverb.com, on DAB, and of course on our podcast. Um, we're everywhere, basically, so come say hi. Absolutely. But okay. be nice, like you were last time. <laughs> absolutely always appreciate to have you on it's always good to have these chats it's always nice and relaxed and a good conversation but like i said before we'll wrap it up there of course if you want to find me on twitter it's at talk aston villa tweet the team at 7500 to holt email the podcast holtcast at gmail.com we'll wrap it up there hopefully an entertaining game that we can both agree on on saturday but nonetheless up the villa
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 